Hey, Kat. Hi, Carol. How you doing this week? Pretty much fine. Hello, hello, everyone out there, as Carol likes to say, in the void, because, uh, <laughs> again, the fucker, yeah. Thanks for coming to Pretty Much Fine. I'm Kat. And I'm Carol. And I am so excited to be talking to you, Kat, because I have some shit that I got to tell you about. Yeah, and we have been <laughs> making each other wait to tell each other things for the first time in our life, and it is hard, but I think worth it. We're about to find out. Yeah, I told Kat, I was like, I think the downfall of our relationship is going to be this podcast because we're going to be like, oh my god, something happened, but I have to wait to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's like truly, if you look through our text, it's like, oh my god, oh my god, literally life changed, but uh, sorry. Gotta tell, tell you later. So I can tell you the podcast. So I am getting vaxxed up and I'm planning some trips. I'm so excited. I'm getting my second dose of COVID vaccine on May 10th and uh. Oh my <laughs> I know the you're re- already vaxxed up, but it's about to be like, what is it, Vax Girl Summer or whatever? <laughs> the <laughs> Meg Thee Stallion me. uh, remix will be out as soon as uh, hopefully this podcast, because I would love her to be like, <laughs> Vax Girl Summer, everybody's getting needled. Um, <laughs> like for the first time, a positive needle, am I right, Cape Cod? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we... We're trying to keep this obviously content like as with anxiety, you like to block out trauma. We are trying to not talk about the old pandemic of 2020 to yeah. 2021, which, you know, started in 2019. I'm a scientist. I know everything. Haha. <laughs> uh, I know nothing for the record. Um, <laughs> I know nothing. But yeah, I mean, it's relevant. I'm vaccinated. You're going to be doubled up. Carol's finally getting back into trips because she's the most responsible girl you could ever meet, and she has not broken legit any pandemic rule. I could kiss her right on the lip. Uh, but don't, because pandemic. No, I'm just kidding. Of um, course. Well, I'm doubled up, so I could just start licking your cats, yeah, licking you. Oh, God, I've missed just putting my tongue on shit. <laughs> but yeah, we're taking a family vacation. I'm super excited. I'm going to be going to, like, stay in a cabin. Uh, oh, 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 I was hoping you were going to say in the woods after that. Yeah. Thank God I love your husband or else I'd be a little bit worried. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be going with my mom, my dad, uh, two, my both of my sisters, my sister's husband. So I'm whoa, really excited. Whoa, whoa, this is a family affair? Yeah, like my whole family. Like we haven't seen each other since Thanksgiving. I haven't seen my older sister and her husband, my brother-in-law, since my wedding, which was almost two years ago. And we're going to be there on our Keegan and I's two-year wedding anniversary. So we oh, to just family. shoot me dead. That's the cutest shit I've ever heard. I know. I'm so excited. Wait, who <laughs> knew? Not me because you haven't told me until now, which, I mean, you're welcome, all of you many listeners out there for the surprise factor. But, wow. Carol, I know. Beautiful. The funniest part is like growing up, we always went to, even when we lived in Florida, we went to vacation in Florida. Like we went to Destin, Florida every year for vacation my whole life. So it's the first time we have ever done anything that wasn't in Destin. (laughs) So I'm super excited. It's going to be so fun. We're also going to go to New York to see Keegan's family. I'm so excited. I can't wait. To specify, 
upstate New York. Yes, very. Or else New York. I'd be bad that she wasn't also mentioning. Oh my god, I'm gonna see Cat. <laughs> Absolutely nowhere near Cat. It's closer to. It's like on the Canadian border, basically. So. I'm about to get a rental car. It's like I think it's like eight hours or something from New York City. It's far. Should I should I crash a McGovern family affair? For Would sure. Would that be okay? Or? Yeah, you have the invite from me. I'll. <laughs> Can we just not even tell any of them? And I'm just like, hey, guys. I show up with like a fucking Yeti cooler ready to party. Yeah, I'm sure they'd love that. (laughs) Speaking of Keegan, his birthday is actually tomorrow, which is super exciting. And so I can't wait. I've been saving up these plans to tell you about. I'm super excited. Saving them up, but also being like, God, I can't wait to tell you. And I know. I'm like, okay, well, this sucks. <laughs> Please just stop reminding me. The, like, plans aren't really that exciting. It's, like, the story that's going to – I'm then about to lead into based on Ooh, the plans that I think time. you're going to be interested in. So Crisscross applesauce, kids. Mm-hmm. So for Keegan's um, birthday, um, tomorrow is, like, his official birthday. I'm just, like, making a dinner. Making dinner, having cake, and then um, Friday night is, like, when we're going to, like, actually celebrate. Um, so, yeah, we're going to go to downtown Charleston, and we're going to go to this place called Muse. It's, like, a restaurant that's, like, kind of, like, a little – says, like, it's, like, a neighborhood gym. I don't know. It looks like <laughs> – I've never heard of it before, so it's not, like, super touristy, which is, like, kind of what I was looking for because I don't like to go to, like, really crowded restaurants ever, but especially now. <laughs> Um, I'm not into crowds. I feel like, yeah, that's a, that's part of your anxiety. Like you will go to a crowd. You will do karaoke as we all learned, mm-hmm. but you don't, pref- <laughs> you don't prefer it. No, for sure. No, I like to be alone. Um, <laughs> yeah, so alone. And that's why it's as wild that we're still friends. Cause I truly would not let her yeah, be alone. Yeah, we're so opposite. Like it's crazy, but it works out. We balance each other out. But yeah, so we're going to go to dinner and then we're doing something after dinner which I'm about to tell you about, but it kind of segues into this little story. And this is like what I've been most excited to like tell you about. So, I mean, your little face, your little cheeks, they're giddy. So sweet. Well, it didn't, it didn't end up turning out the way I thought it was like, whatever, I'll get into it. I like came up with a goal for this year that I want to like not be so shy. And this goal came completely out of the blue. Like I was just like sitting in the living room, like, I don't even know what I was doing. And like, it just popped in my head. I was like, you know what? I wish I wasn't shy. And then I literally just like Googled, like, can you grow out of being shy or something like you that? You were playing animal. This is so <laughs> a shy bitch fucking scenario. I probably was you playing, playing animal crossing. <laughs> talking to Phil. If anyone that plays animal crossing will know who Phil is. Um, God, you're talking to Phil and loser. you were like, Phil, you make me feel so confident. Why ever am I so shy? <laughs> and then you took to Google and you fucking said, dear Google, help, help, dear Abby, will I ever not be shy? <laughs> like, how does one, what step, what, you're so organized that you're like, I can't just stop being shy. I'm going to need an Excel yeah. spreadsheet. I was like, let, let me get like a wiki how doc open on this. <laughs> like, how do I... Stop. So yeah, anyways, this goal came out of absolutely nowhere. I've never, so I pretty much have always been shy my whole life, but like I've never literally ever thought about like, maybe I should change this. Like I've always just been like, well, that's who I am. That's how I am. I'm just shy. I'm a shy human. So I have always been go big or go home. So when I was like, oh, what should I do to break out of my shyness? I like thought of like the instant thing that I wanted to do. 
I'm going to tell you about, but first I want to give you a quick example of like... I'm so nervous. Are you guys going to like, what are those bachelor dates where they get so sexual doing yoga or something on top of each other? Oh my God. As like a good example of like why I've always been like, go big or go home. I have like had this like happen where I like wanted to break out of my shell and it happened to me in the fourth grade. So picture me in the fourth grade being like the shy little human that I literally always have been just sitting there and class and um there was like the morning announcements like we had like a little show and it was like a little video announcements you know and they were just like talent show auditions are next week you can sign up in the music room so I heard that I went to the music room I signed up I got in the car that afternoon and was like hey mom next week um I need you to pick me up like later from school because I'm gonna audition for the talent show and my mom was like oh (laughs) she was probably like that's out of character and she was like oh and she literally was like what's your talent gonna be (laughs) because like I didn't do anything I might have birthed you but just because of that very fact I know you're a talentless little whore so what the (laughs) fuck do you think you're gonna waste everyone's time on stage doing she really didn't mean it in a mean way, but I I remember she was just like, okay, like, what are you going to do though? And, um, I was like, I'm going to sing, I'm going to sing the Tennessee waltz. It was my favorite. It's like an old country song. And it was like my favorite song in choir. Oh my God. So yeah. Fourth grade. The Tennessee yeah, waltz. No, that's the name. Yes. Could you find it on Spotify? <laughs> I don't even know. It's like super old fashioned, like country song. Probably could find it at like a cover or something on You're Spotify. You're such a confusing, mysterious girl. I know this was like so out of character for me but yeah like I literally was like just I heard that I went I auditioned I sang and I I wasn't just like gonna sing I legit was like I'm gonna sing an acapella like I don't know music (laughs) (laughs) where did you leave all your confidence that you've ever had on that stage and then you never got it back Holy no, fuck. but I don't even know that girl. I wasn't even like, like, it's not like I was like confident until fourth. Like, no, I've always been shy, like preschool. So in fourth grade, you were like, but no, I won't be her. I shall make a new identity as an acapella singer. I genuinely have no idea. My, I told my music teacher this and she was like. I mean, you need friends for acapella, sweetheart. <laughs> she was like. Jesus Christ. Um, I don't think that's a good idea. I'll play guitar for you. <laughs> <laughs> she legit was like, don't do that. I know you're in choir your teacher's Simon Cowell she goes maybe not yeah (laughs) how about never again love so anyways yeah I yep my musically teacher did end up playing music so it was an acapella but yeah I went I sang in the tennis the Tennessee waltz in my fourth grade talent show and like I I don't even know where that came from me but like run the clip (laughs) it is on video (gasps) yeah my parents recorded it I would do anything. I would do anything. I would do anything. <laughs> it's on like a super old, like an old camera, like from like. Is the it 90s. as good as your karaoke? Does someone in the audience go, good try? <laughs> it was better. Like, I didn't win anything, but like, I got applause. <laughs> That's a reference to episode one, part two. If you haven't listened, you're behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, go listen. But yeah, anyways, that's like, so naturally, when I was like, I want to break out of my shell, I want to be less shy. I really dug into my roots and I was like, go big or go home, baby. Sign up for an improv class. 
Oh my god, I would do yeah. anything to do an improv class with you. I was literally oh my like, god. I'm gonna wait, this is in fourth grade? No, this was now. This was just oh. now. Wait, what? <laughs> what? Wait, yeah. sorry, timeline askew. <laughs> when did you sign up for an improv class? So that's like what I decided to do when I was on the couch the other day thinking, wow, I wish I wasn't oh, so sure. After Animal Crossing, <laughs> you and Phil had a chat and you said, Phil, you know what? You really inspired me. I hope you guys know who Phil is. Makes it so much He's funnier. like not a popular villager. So even if you do play Animal Crossing, <laughs> you probably don't know who the fuck Phil is. I mean, just to even say not a popular villager, we probably are out of our, our He's a niche deep cut, here. you know? Uh, anyways. Yeah. Moving on from... <laughs> fucking crossing chat jesus christ is this what is it called the video game stream twitch, twitch. what is oh this a twitch <laughs> okay so back to carol present day yeah on the couch she i googled you signed up for an improv class without me <laughs> so i googled, now I'm insulted i googled like how to not be shy and then i googled like improv <laughs> class near me <laughs> That'll do it. I mean, they make you do some weird fucking shit, and I haven't even taken one, but I picked up a few things. So, yeah, that's, like, what my initial, like, reaction was. But then I was like, okay, maybe I should, like, reel it in. Like, maybe that's, like, a little too big. Um, so after dinner for Keegan's birthday, we're going to go to an improv show, and I was, like, going to go scope it out. And like oh. check and make sure I still wanted to do it. <laughs> At least make sure that people are doing worse than you could do. Yeah, well, potentially. I, so we're gonna go to Theater Ninety Nine in Charleston. It's like an improv theater, and I've been to like a couple. I think I've been to two of their shows. If you live in Charleston or if you like ever visit, it's like really fun. Um, they were really good when I was there. I think it's like different people often. Um, but also the wine is like super cheap. It was like $20 for a bottle of wine. Do you know why though? Because you have you to know be why? hammered to like improv. <laughs> yeah. You're a smart girl. <laughs> like at real comedy shows, they want you to drink less. I say this as if, yeah, I'm, I'm a paid comic. Yeah. She's lying. <laughs> but at real comedy shows, they emphasize like, we will fucking kick you out if you drink too much. These comics don't need to be heckled right now from your drunk ass. And then I feel like at an improv show, it's like they could take whatever you'll give them. Yeah. <laughs> like if you're even going to throw a fucking tomato, they'll take it. Yeah. Like they do a big part of the show is like audience like suggestions and like stuff. So they definitely Oh, want... that's so fun. Yeah, my... I'm very jealous. Can I went... crash his birthday, ruin yeah. your marriage? What do you think? <laughs> I'm here for it. <laughs> Just be uh... the third wheel that he never asked for, even though he loves me. <laughs> yeah. I like um, when I was there last, they did this really fun like bit where like they took people's um they took people's cell phones from the audience and they had to do a like whole scene where they could only use say things that were in people's like texts. It was so funny. Wait, that's so funny and I would get in oh my god, they should open my DMs to little Dicky. Now that would be a ride. <laughs> open up like or post, post Malone. Malone. <laughs> oh my god. I can't say enough how much I love that man. I mean, here's hoping the void helps me out and sends the message to old Posty. But yeah, so after dinner, I was, we're going to go to the improv show. I was going to go scope it out. But I just checked yesterday and this class is sold out for May 11th. So I can't even do it anymore. But I am on their email list to like for when they get more openings for the next class. So I'm, I think I'm probably going to do it. Like, I'm I'm kind of convinced that I should do it, even though I don't want to be an actor or an improv, like a person who does improv. But I just think, great way to, like, meet people in Charleston. When I went, people were, like, young, like, around my age, you know? So 
meet people in Charleston and like get over some stage fright maybe because there is a no. recital you have to like act in front of people. A recital I hate <laughs> that they call it that like you're fucking on a piano in fifth grade <laughs> like I was um long story it'll be fun to do with Keegan I mean you guys are already very comfortable with each other and it's so much easier to do something new oh with someone Keegan that... wasn't gonna do it with me no <laughs> way gonna you're myself. gonna knock knock oh my god carol this is we were just bigger. gonna go to the show together and i was gonna like i haven't even told him this because i wanted to tell him like before we went he's this gonna be like who are big? you <laughs> i love this i love this i mean i would compare it honestly like you've already taken a spin class and what's scarier than a goddamn spin class with all those women love it fucking being competitive and shit running with their little their little booties in the air (laughs) going so fast sweating so much i mean i get stressed as hell i feel like improv i think it exactly what you said what a great way to make friends i mean who's more outgoing or also in your boat where it's like i want to be outgoing but i've categorized myself as shy for so long that like this is one of my step ones i think wow hmm you think it's this. a good choice for me? Hmm. I wasn't Chef's sure kiss, if you baby. were going to be like, ew, improv. <laughs> Absolutely not. This is my dream for you to do improv because then one day that means we're doing it together. <laughs> uh, yep. That's pretty much all I had to like catch up with you on. Are you uh, still pretty much fine or should I stop trying to brand this shit? <laughs> I'm still good. I'm still fine. <laughs> well, a lot's been going on with me, Carol. Did you happen to want to hear about it? <laughs> I'm so ready. You've been teasing me. I'm here to, I'm ready to hear it. I always set it up so high. I should get your expectations. <laughs> um, I'm writing a new script. I lost a chunk of my eyelashes. And I listened to a man tell me about his three golden retrievers for about four hours on a roof. Is that enough? Oh. Because I will, I'll get into oh it. Oh my God, I uh, want to hear about this script. I'm so proud. Tell me more. Okay. Oh my god, I just got so excited. (laughs) Script, I feel like I have to keep a little DL because I like to live in a world where it matters um, and someone's going to steal it from me because I'm so... That's fair, that's fair. I'm so good at writing. But preview, rom-com, shocker. Let's bring back the rom-com. And it has to do with two rom-coms that are pretty historically amazing and it's inspired from them. And we'll give them many nods throughout the movie. Okay. So maybe one day when we have a Patreon. (laughs) (laughs) I am constantly ahead of myself. But maybe one day I'll give a better preview. But uh, this is the most annoying thing to do on a podcast. But (laughs) Okay, so rom-com. Honestly, I feel like there haven't been very many good rom-coms that I've seen lately. No, there never are. The world clearly needs this. There never are. And it makes me really mad. Like, I'm really happy with dramas and, like, that we all need to feel our feelings. (laughs) Like, don't we just take it back to a good old goddamn rom-com for two seconds so that I can continue all the escapes Yeah, I think the, like, dystopia stuff really took over this, like, past year, too. I know. It's like, we already are living in dystopia in 2020. Like, can can we not so another update this is so dumb and random but i have to get it off my chest because like what the fuck i noticed recently that a fucking whole chunk of my eyelashes is just (laughs) oh my god missing this is so random but let's just tie it in with the little things that hopefully no one else notices but you do because (laughs) is it like nervous like picking no whoa Slow the fuck down. I'm not a sicko. 
No, I'm just kidding. That's Anyone so that rude. I, I know, no. One of my best friends does like she. I don't know how you get a handle on that. Maybe we'll ask her when we have it on her on. But she used to do that. She like would do the. You don't even notice. You're pulling off your whole fucking eyebrow. But yeah, no. It's not that. It's a very specific chunk. I mean, I have a lot of anxious tics, and that is not one. And I refuse for it to be one because I have enough as it is. <laughs> my friends, like, I went home to get my second shot, and they used the term scary. And then they tried to save it with an even worse concerning. But they said that about your eyelashes? They didn't mean it like you look concerning or you look scary, which they specified after I had my dramatic moment. Oh, they're like, but why did that happen? Yes. Yeah, they're I'm like, okay, an underlying issue or <laughs> why are you which shedding eyelashes? I'm losing my insurance in like less than a month. So I am a little stressed about it. Whatever. Let's move on from my chunk assless <laughs> eyelashes. It's so hurtful. <laughs> okay. So my more important update, I wish more happened to me since we last recorded, but you know, you live and you live. Um, (laughs) I'm not even going to mention the man that talked to me about his golden retrievers for three hours because he was a really sweet man. And I have to say, maybe we should start keeping a tally of this just to hold myself accountable for being a shitty person. But I did ghost him. I ghosted the shit out of him because... (laughs) Was he cute? No, 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 he wasn't ugly. He he really was not. He really was not. But I just like, first of all, he was 23, which like, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. men, if you ever happen to listen to him. I feel like you always I'm trying to go 40 year old. <laughs> you should always go older. I'm genuinely trying to date a 40 year old that's going to help me learn about taxes and bank accounts. And like, yeah. I don't know. I need help. I need a lot of help. Like, I think I've been a feminist. Too much. I'm kidding. I want to emphasize as a joke. I feel like not being just to get it off in episode two. I feel like not being paid for being a comedian. You don't get to joke as darkly as I'm going to. But I'm sorry that I'm an unpaid non-comedian that has a lot of dark jokes. Please forgive me um, in advance. But yeah, I don't know. He just no, no, no. No, no, no. That's all I got to say. But he was so nice. And he was telling me, like, he went on a date with a girl that asked him, oh, why do you have so much hair on you? And he was like, oh, sorry. Like, I limp rolled, but I got three golden retrievers. (laughs) (laughs) He's, like, born and raised New York. Sorry, I haven't lived here long enough to do the accent. But (laughs) he was so sweet. And I feel bad. And in that moment, I was like, fuck any girl that shits on you for having three golden retrievers if only they you shed. were cuter they shed yeah, they shed but i would sacrifice shedding all over my clothes just for a man with three golden retrievers i want to oh, get oh i love clear. goldens they're like my, my favorite dream dog. as you know is to kill two birds with one stone get a boyfriend that has a dog yeah or multiple so that <laughs> I don't have the responsibility of the dog or the funds because I don't have the funds but I do get to hang out with the dog and have a boyfriend that's hopefully a little sweetheart and he brings me a little a little grilled cheese breakfast sandwich <laughs> with a nice little runny egg on top on Sundays when I'm feeling my worst uh, and that's all a girl asks for that's pretty much the yeah. only resume so I wanted Bring me food. <laughs> I wanted it to work but it, there he was just too nice and you know how I feel about that <laughs> 
And too young, too young. I'm basically like yeah, 45. <laughs> There's a 45-year-old living inside of me. I mean, honestly, 85-year-old, but whatever. Um, okay. The real story. The real story. Carol. I'm dying to hear this. So a little backstory very quickly. Freshman year, when me and Carol fell in love, became best friends, lived happily ever after. She had a car on campus, and I did not because oh I was a northerner. Oh, my God. I'm triggered. She, it, it was really actually rude of me because she would be so nice and pick me up from the airport, which was 45 minutes off campus. And that's, I mean, that's a long time because then you have to do 45 plus 45 hashtag math, baby, long time. And she would not only do that selfless act, but then I would torture <laughs> <laughs> with playing the Legally Blonde musical soundtrack front to back. Yeah. And I would blast it so it wasn't only the actors that were paid for their voices to sing it. It was me belting it at the top of my lungs, forcing Carol to be the only audience member <laughs> of my dream. Where I am Mel Woods and I am starring in Legally Blonde. I will also play Paulette for anyone listening. That happens to be casting oh Legally God. Blonde, truly even in, like, Idaho. I will play Elle Woods <laughs> anywhere. But It was Carol, terrible. Oh, my God. Yeah. How about, here, take your moment. Just, I want you to give your side where, like, you prove that friendship is everlasting. Uh, I mean, I don't even know what to say. Kat would, like, force me to drive her everywhere. <laughs> oh, sorry. I wanted to go to Michael's and do some arts and crafts with my best friend. The amount of times I had to go to Michael's and Target. I can't even. And, like, I'd lose my good parking spot so that Kat could get some bullshit for her party that she was going to. And then not, like, that was, like, the trip was fine, honestly. It wasn't that big of a deal. It was mostly the fact that uh, music playing full volume. Nope. It's not like we were having a conversation, except sometimes she would talk to me. Like, like as if the music wasn't literally all the way up. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, just cats screaming show tunes and then, like, pausing to, like, say something, but, like, not turning the music down. I still do that today. It's so annoying. I hate it. That's... That's like, ooh, driving in a car with you, not my favorite. <laughs> I actually don't know that there's anyone on this earth that it is their favorite. <laughs> like, love like, you. Like, don't, yeah. But the loud I may be music, loved. <laughs> the too I may loud be loved. music with, like, yeah. you talking over it still, it's a lot for As me. I keep talking over you right now. <laughs> I mean, it all shows, you guys. There's no lies here. We're very honest. Uh, sorry. But genuinely genuinely that still happens today people will turn it down to to, which is clearly them saying sorry you were talking and i can't hear you and in my head i'm like okay well turn it back up i finished what i was saying and if you don't turn that music back up to 100 and i have to awkwardly slither my hand back over there we're gonna have a problem that's like my main control freakness i i hate driving but i also don't like i guess you know Considering others in the vehicle. (laughs) I guess I'm a piece of shit. Let's make that clear. In a car, 
I'm a piece of shit and I won't even argue it. It's true. You're right. It's true. <laughs> okay. Tell me about this story. How does this relate? How does Elva oh, do it relates, it relates, it relates. It comes back. Woo-hoo. I love when I can come back to the main point. <laughs> Nothing. I feel like I have to give myself a little pat on the back because I'm pretty bad at that. Um, okay. So I'm just sitting. I went out last Friday. Double vaccinated for the record. Things are looking up here in New York. People are happy. People are excited. The nerves are slowly fading. The masks are slowly dipping below the nose. <laughs> it, it's beautiful. The weather's great. The flowers are blossoming. I'm not even kidding. The city is like, we were out to drinks with my friend and her friend, and we're all friends. La la. la. <laughs> And her friends, oh my God, sorry, names aren't necessary, but it is kind of that her friend meets us out. My friend's friend meets our friend. Okay. Her friend meets us out. He's in music. And then his boyfriend also meets us out and he's in theater. And like, even though he's in theater, I mean, I mean, Legally Blonde didn't even exactly come to my head right away. Yeah. <laughs> no matter how much I love theater. <laughs> um, So he comes out and then like he brings his two gal pals that are at also in theater. I can't believe I just said gal pals. Like I'm fucking <laughs> in my seventies. But anyway, <laughs> I'm telling you, there's a past life fucking 80 year old man in here. I'm not Grandpa. kidding. Just for the record. But we're all talking. They're very outgoing as theater people usually are. I express how like I murdered the theater kid within. Cause like <laughs> when I was younger, I really, until Google was a thing, I did not know why I was so nervous to do things, but I definitely would have been a theater kid had I been prescribed for, like, anxiety day one or something. Yeah. Who knows? Who knows? Another life. Everything happens for a reason. But, like, <laughs> I am dying to be a theater kid. At 20 fucking five, uh-oh, age revealed, <laughs> I am dying to be a theater kid. And... <laughs> Like, I wish I went to theater camp. I have cousins that did. God damn, am I jealous? Oof. Anyway, so Legally Blonde is probably the number one musical that I have memorized, like the back of my hand. It, unfortunately for Carol, got me through my freshman year of college. <laughs> like, uh, when I was sad and anytime I was like, Alabama sucks. Everyone here sucks. Everyone here, like, hates, is a bad person. I want to leave. I would, like, be shocker. So dramatic. And I'd play <laughs> Legally Blonde. Not the reprise, the first song, if anyone out there happens to understand me. It is get in the car and just go. <laughs> I mean, it, it couldn't be more like, as you would say, cat dramatic. Yeah. And I love it. I live for it. I live for the drama. I don't live for like real drama in your personal life, but I fucking live for yeah. false false drama. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> how about I just make a long story long and now I'll wrap it up. <laughs> so this girl I don't even remember where but she starred like the friend that he brought had starred as Elle Woods wait not no she, way like you knew no she, like you way. recognized her because of no that? no no so not to, okay. to specify which her own specification to me she was a star but she was like not anywhere important not Broadway but like somewhere you know my memory problem don't know where she starred as Elle Woods gotcha and so, like, I don't even know how that came up. We were talking about that. And all of a sudden, we start singing the song. I, I, I mean, I confess my obsession. And to be honest, I probably just started fucking singing. Let's yeah, be honest. That's probably what and happened. And <laughs> Ireland, Paulette, like, it's, I won't sing it, 
but we start, I gave the first line and they, all three of them, every word. And we finished the whole fucking song. Oh my God. Belting, Lower East Side, outside, this one of those picnic bench outside kind of bar, like a lot of people around. And I like, everyone faded. It was as if I was on a basketball court as Kobe shooting a free throw. The game is on the line. You are so professional that you can block out every sound around you. Oh my God. I like genuinely as if I've never done shrooms for the record, really trying to, whoever is trying to hang. Um, (laughs) One day I'll stop putting it off. But it felt like that level as I can imagine, at least, of an out-of-body experience. Like, you didn't deserve to hear the singing all those years, but (laughs) this was the night I had been waiting for where other people knew all the words and I wasn't alone Yeah, that's, like, beautiful. (laughs) Carol, I wanted to FaceTime you that night. I was on such a high. I went to pee and I was just, like, singing, beaming, spinning. I was, like... It felt as if I was Elwood, <laughs> like starring as it. I don't know. To I feel like to people that don't give a flying fuck about theater or Legally Blonde, who cares? But like truly, from me and Carol's history and how much no, I that's tortured her with this musical, the whole time singing in the back of my mind was like, Carol, I love you, but that's fucking right, bitch. I knew this would pay off. <laughs> I knew this would pay off. All right. Oh my god. And that's my update. That's it. Nothing. Uh, nothing too embarrassing this week. Oh my god. I love that you like had that experience. <laughs> I feel like you deserve been... it. Honestly, after all my years of shitting on you, <laughs> <laughs> without knowing, I, that's what I've been waiting for. Yeah. All these years. <laughs> that's what I've been waiting for for so long. Like a cry. No emotional. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm so happy you had that moment. So do you want to get into like the whole message of this this episode now? <sighs> yeah, um, it has nothing to do with Elle Woods, actually. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately for everyone and Carol. Yeah, so this episode we're going to be talking about social media. Ooh. Ugh, God, the classic topic, but it's inevitable. Like you can't really not talk about it when you're launching something, when you're creating something. When you're putting yourself out there, it's kind of the the elephant in the room. Yeah, you know. social media is like everywhere, obviously. Everyone knows that. But yeah, it's definitely a big part of most people's lives. And that's yeah, what's hard. Talk about it. <laughs> that's what's hard. Like you, like me, can try to avoid it and you can keep <laughs> trying to do that. And I feel like there's so many people and I've absolutely been one of them where you shit on it and you're like, whatever, it's fucking Instagram. But as of now, like our reality truly is if you want success as an artist on your own without a boss, you kind of have to give in to the monster, the Frankenstein's monster that is Instagram. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So to like kick us off, I kind of wanted to talk about like, I have like a little bit of like background in social media since... I've been working in social media since like the end of 2018. So yeah. You know so much more than me. I know nothing. (laughs) I just like to post way too many stories and bother people. 
I don't even have a crush anymore. So like if social media disappeared, good fucking riddance. I'm tired. <laughs> I don't even need to like pretend someone's paying attention to me. <laughs> I have no love in my life. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, so I started in like end of 2018. I just sort of took over posting on Facebook and Instagram for the company that I was working for at the time after the person who was in charge of their social media left. Um, and I also did like some Facebook ads back in the day. So I feel like I know like too much. I wasn't good at it, but I did like enjoy it. But I kind of left that job in like August of 2019 and like did a job that like didn't really have anything to do with social media. But then I got furloughed and now I'm like back in social media. I got a different job. Um, and I definitely do way, I do way more social media stuff now. I feel like I'm, it's like ingrained in me. Um, but I kind of wanted to like get off the like business side and kind of like dive into like filters and like facetune and like how these are like affecting mental health and body image and self-esteem and like all that fun stuff especially like I know how much we don't want to talk about this past year being indoors because it's time to kind of block it out um I feel like it's the most I've ever looked in a mirror in my entire life yeah it has destroyed me (laughs) I mean, like, I try to do as little filter as possible, especially in my youth. I'm like, let's just hit it with a Paris on a bad day. <laughs> Love but it. But the, the filter filters, I don't like. I really do not use them. I mean, I don't want to speak for me in five years when I'm decaying or anything. But as of now, I don't touch them because I'm just like, this is not my face. This is this is not my face. Yeah, I I do sometimes like some of them. And I think that they can – I think it's really cool that, like, you know, users can like create the Instagram filters is like what I'm talking about. The like AI ones. Um, and they like, I do like to use them every now and then. Um, I don't really post my face very much. Like I use them like on art and stuff, like photos for my art Instagram. Um, but I have like played around with them before. Like I've gone to like some bloggers and stuff and influencers and like save the filters that they're using and then like put them on my face and it's insane it's like that does not look like me I don't look like this person at all it is insane I love doing that me too you'll kind of look at them yes because it's very easy I kind of suggest doing that yeah for sure it's very easy to like and you almost don't see it because they make the right I like that they even put it there in the first place if they didn't that would be sick that would, I mean, they are pretty sick. So I was honestly shocked that they did. But I like that they put it there, but they make it so tiny that sometimes mm-hmm. I don't notice it right away. But obviously you're like, something's happening here. I mean, it, it's obvious to a to a sense, to a point. <laughs> sometimes I will always say the wrong word. Sorry. <laughs> to a point, they, they make it that. But I love to click on it and do the try the effect Mm -hmm. because then you can be like, holy shit. Like, even if you kind of feel the vibe of what has changed, just looking at it, once you put it on your own face, you are like, oh. It's like, who is that? So they genuinely, I mean, I know we all know that no one looks like that. La-di-da-di-da. Everyone says it. But when you go from like them in their story and you're like, oh, I'm so ugly. And then you put it on your face and you're like, oh, I don't even know what they look like to even tell myself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm ugly. Seriously. <laughs> like I don't even know what they fucking look like. Yeah. I like to play around with them because some of them are like creative. They're not all like warp your face. I don't really 
I don't mess with those. But yeah, I do like some of the like more like fun, creative ones. They can like kind of make your stories like cool. But so I do see like the benefit, of course. But yeah, it's really like sick seeing like so many people not even like looking like themselves at all. And like another thing is like Facetune. So I've like heard about Facetune obviously for years, but I had like never used it. I didn't like own it. And so when I was like doing like research for this episode, I like downloaded it and um, played around with it. And I was like, oh my God, it's crazy. You can like make yourself look like an entirely different person. I could literally make myself look like I was like size zero if I wanted. Like it's insane. There are some people that I would coin as Facetune Picassos. (laughs) Yeah. Because they are making as if it's a Picasso where the eyeballs on the leg and the legs (laughs) on the head. But in reality, it's just like the waist is on fucking hourglass and it's just not real. Whatever I'm trying to do here. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it is shocking because I am someone where let's bring this back to anxiety. I I could never do that. I mean, I, I... you're always meeting new people. You're always like, it's, it's never just online unless you're catfishing. So I genuinely don't understand when people go on. I mean, to be fully transparent, I've absolutely gone on Facetune and like fix my under eye, um, put detail on my eye to be like, hi, my eyes are green, not brown. (laughs) (laughs) Come on. I'm special. I swear. And like smoothed out a nasty ass fucking fake tan or something like I've done shit like that I've done the minimum but when someone truly changes their whole body I'm always like how do you not have the voice in your head of like (laughs) people are gonna see me in real life like I'm a human being I'm walking around I I don't know yeah I I have definitely like used photoshop to like get rid of zits whiten teeth like stuff like that. oh whiten teeth sorry forgot that one yeah (laughs) I have this one tooth my braces it's a me thing but god fucking damn it yeah I've definitely done that but I have never like warped my body into and like it's it's not really like so much like the person who's doing it fault. it's just so sad that people feel like they can't just look like themselves I really feel like that's such a big like society thing is like we've put on you like nope you can't look like yourself you have to look like like Kim Kardashian or whatever I think empathy is so necessary especially when we're kind of the hamsters like the test dummies of the shit where I get the argument and I just feel like she's the best fucking example but Khloe Kardashian yes (laughs) I mean, I get the argument of like, she set the standard, so why can she complain about it? But no, she didn't. She changed the standard, but she did not set the standard. And I mean, she was a long board for changing the standard, but give the girl a break. Sorry, now I'm just offending her. <laughs> but it's like, her sisters are beautiful and so is she, but like, let's remember that she's lived a life where people told her she was the ugliest yes, sister. And yes, like, sure. I'm not giving her a full break here. I wish the Kardashians would give us all a break, but at the same time, just let people be beautiful and if you know they're changing themselves, and yes, it's frustrating when people don't realize that, but just accept that you know it and some people don't and move on because there's nothing worse than, I mean, if you don't want people to feel bad about themselves, then don't do the same thing in a different way. I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah. have like, I'm definitely always playing devil's advocate and feeling both <laughs> sides, but I, I just think it, it, 
no women, women, woman in this world really cannot. It's hard to tell what's ingrained and what's empowering at this point. In time. Yeah, I think with Khloe Kardashian, like recently there was like the whole scandal where like the unedited photo was posted and she was like on red alert trying to like remove it because she just she looked amazing but she just looked so different because it was unedited and then like it's so sad that she feels like that way but like immediate like media did that to her but I also like I just saw a clip today actually of Khloe Kardashian on like the newest season of Keeping Up with Kardashians and it was insane she literally was like laughing and her face was still because she has like so much filler that she like doesn't even get like a smile like it's like and it's so, like, sad, you know? That's the part that's really hard for me, and I get a little too opinionated because I don't want to, again, box myself in. I can't speak for future cat who's staring at a wrinkle and fucking <laughs> shoving needles in it, but <laughs> I will say, as of now, present cat, it, it, it sucks. I mean, it sucks to look at girls even your age, and you're like- oh, yeah yo, your fucking forehead isn't moving miss. Like, I don't know. I don't notice it that often, but when it's noticeable, it is fucking noticeable. Yeah. And I am so sick. I have to say, my strongest opinion, because again, I really have a love-hate relationship. I mean, we all have insecurities, and I do not. I want to emphasize that if you live every day and you fucking hate something about yourself, who the fuck am I to say, how dare you change that? Fucking do whatever you want. Yeah. Like, it really, really, really hits a nerve in me where girls will argue to their core like preventative Botox is key. That I, bothers me. That's got to be like a marketing. Like that's got to be fake. <laughs> I can't help but look at it from marketing. I can't help it. Maybe yeah. it's true. But when people are like, there's science, it's like Botox hasn't even been a fucking around long enough for you to have substantial science, yeah, honestly. For sure. And second of all, I don't know. I don't want to hear science as the excuse. I mean, science is we're getting fucking old and that's it. And I just, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of hearing. Yeah. You should pay before you you even wrinkle. You should pay for your skincare routine, your fucking five-step shit. And on top of that, you are behind and ugly. Yeah. You're not already paying for your preventative Botox, you dumb wrinkled ass forehead forgotten whore <laughs> that's what it feels like sometimes no it definitely feels that way it feels like they're like okay so we've already like tapped out on the market of like like women in their like 40s and 50s wanting work done how do we get girls in their 20s in but anyways real quick back to like um chloe kardashian I wanted to just touch on like her response of like the photo being released because it really was heartbreaking because she was like, I have bad body image. I've been picked apart by the media, you know, always being called like the fat sister, the ugly sister. And they're not even from the same father sister, which is the most fucked up part of it all. And like, are you a good person or not? So you're commenting on this because you're such a good person and you want to educate everyone else, but you're making this person feel, I don't care if she has money. Like you, if you're gonna, it's just, everyone's a hypocrite. Don't get me wrong, but don't like to judge someone while you're on a high horse is the most confusing shit to me. Yeah. I mean, she really is like a victim of like the whole system. However, I will say she could be using her gigantic platform to support self-love and to stop trying to sell 
flat tummy tea that like makes you shit yourself. Yes. This is what but. I mean by <laughs> devil's advocate for me. I literally am a ping pong ball going back and forth on this topic. Because agree, let's all remember her ass shouldn't float in a pool and and still say that they've got nothing done. That's another thing that's so There's annoying. nothing that bothers me more than them taking fat from their stomach, putting it in their ass, and that's organic enough that it counts for you to be able to say you've got nothing done. Don't get me wrong. These women have a lot of problems, but overall, they're the most myth, I have a lisp, powerful woman that we have, so I'll fucking take it for now. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take it for now. In a world of problematic men, I'll take some fat-ass Kardashians. <laughs> I will. I will. My favorite, like, I remember there was, like, an episode of Keeping Up with Kardashians where, like, Kim literally went and got, like, a x-ray of her ass to, like, prove that there weren't implants. And it was, like... I, that's a famous episode. I know that it's episode. It's, like, we don't think you have implants. We just know you take your fat from one area and you shove it in another. Like, that's still plastic surgery. Like just That's a slap in the face. Like, we're that <laughs> dumb that we can't even Google other ways to implant asses. You oh know? Oh, my God. Yeah. That's kind of rude, you know? You might be studying for law school, but... We know a thing or two as well, Kimmy. All right. Yeah, I mean, she's definitely not stupid, but damn, that was that was stupid. That was harsh. That was harsh. Even like just yeah. Uh, another thing um, I like wanted to touch on with social media is definitely like the unrealistic life expectation aspect of it. You really do need to like remember it's like just for the highlights. <laughs> it's not always real. I think sometimes we forget like. Even with your peers, because sometimes you just think like, oh, influencers are obviously only showing you like the highlights, but your peers are doing it too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm personally never, I'll joke, like I'll always have some type of sarcasm, but I'm never showing my worst day. And that's an absolute fact. Yeah, I don't think many people are. And if they are, then they're just doing it a lot of the time to like seem like they're relatable. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing worse, I will say. Than the trend of like fit women that like have a platform of being a fit woman, and they tried to do that trend where they like squeeze their stomach like look. Oh my god! I have I have flaws as well in my stomach, and you're just like no, like it's you don't need to do that. You know what I mean? Like I'm not looking at you for this. Like you don't have to do every trend that ever happens. Like yeah, you're yes, making me feel we worse. All have, we all have body dysmorphia, but guess what? You're dysmorphing me so much further. Yeah. I can't say that enough. That's I, one of my least favorite trends that, that has ever happened. I agree. I hate when people who are like, have abs, like do that. Cause it's like, shut the fuck up. Like you have abs. Like you can like bend I over and my squeeze. kale and uh, my stomach is protruding like at least a half a centimeter. Yeah. At least a half a centimeter. Yeah, it bothers me, and I totally, don't get me wrong, I also have, I feel like I'm being that girl that's like, I have friends, but I I know plenty of girls that are, like, skinny to the point that they have to, like, they're trying to gain weight, and I know it's easy in our culture to roll our eyes at that, but I totally hear them and see them as well. I mean, there's nothing worse than living also on the other side of this culture where, girls are now finally being recognized for their curves that doesn't mean it's not hard for the girls that don't have curves and even though it's even hard for me to say this growing up fucking (laughs) 
as a chunker, as I'll call it. <laughs> it's hard for me to say this, but I genuinely get it. I do get that being on the thinner side. It's hard to where you're like, no, no, my doctor is actually trying to help me gain weight and I can't. So, <laughs> like, yeah, I remember when I was like younger, when I was in like sixth, seventh grade. So like literally like the worst time of your life ever because you're like going through puberty and like girls are getting boobs and like guys are starting to like be into girls and they obviously were never into me because I was literally like the boniest like sickly skinny looking kid and I would get bullied for it constantly and people like straight up like tease me constantly bully me like joke about how I was like like so gross because I was like so bony and like that's so mean like that's just as mean as like calling someone fat you know what I mean oh yeah no that's disturbing (laughs) so I think it's like you gotta we all need to be a little bit nicer to everyone else around us, especially But kids. that's what it is. My favorite quote is everyone is always projecting. Yeah. Always. I mean, I've done it too. That's how I know that's fucking fact. I mean, my darkest times, I thrusted them upon others. <laughs> I, <laughs> truly, like me at my worst, I took it out on others and reflecting on that is the most important thing you can do because maybe when we all reflect on that we'll stop making people feel bad for being skinny or being fat or not being fucking whatever you want them to be because you're not who you want you to be yeah okay look within bitch (laughs) i really do love film and working freelance in film but the one thing this pandemic (laughs) pandemic someone are you a fan Big fan of this fucking pandemic where millions have died. She's kidding. Emphasize, <laughs> emphasize. Don't take that as a clip, you sick fucks at Fox. Anyway. <laughs> Fox News is listening in. <laughs> That's cool. I'm just like, you know those night... Uh, anyway, shut the fuck up, Catherine. Moving on. Focus, focus, focus. Um, <laughs> it's hard because even my close friends here in, uh-oh, New York, they're they've helped me reflect not help me but they agree like not that you're miserable but we see this whole light in you now you're so <laughs> awake first of all it's it's hard because I love film but it, it's a 12 hour plus job and when you're starting it out <laughs> and you don't even know which lane you want to go in besides directing which every fucking person that <laughs> starts film says yeah. they want to do it's hard because I want to try everything. I want to do costumes. I want to do art. I want to whatever. And you don't have time either. I mean, a girl also needs fucking health insurance. And until you pick a union, you ain't getting it from your job. (laughs) So yeah. And when you look online and you meet people through film, they look like, especially here, so many people go to NYU and then they do film. And I really shut myself down quicker than I should with that I'm like oh they took school seriously they actually remember shit they studied (laughs) like they made (laughs) real movies in school I did not do that I did not do that (laughs) I truly lived my goddamn life in school and after and now I'm like okay let's take this shit seriously starting now (laughs) and I love film but same I get really caught up in nothing I do feels real nothing I do feels like a path what the fuck am I doing and honestly this is how the podcast started like Mm -hmm. Carol has always been my light in the storm (laughs) when I'm just like what the fuck am I doing 
and I burden her when she already has enough to deal with. Um, (laughs) And yeah, here we are. We're pretty much fine. And we're being candid about how we're not fine (laughs) at all. Yeah. And how all this is hard. Yeah. My favorite part about like, you were like, I don't know what I want to do. I don't know where I'm going to go. Like, what's going, what am I going to do with my life basically? And I love how I was just like, oh, I'll help you. Like as if I fucking know what I'm doing (laughs) with my life. (laughs) Well, we're going to take it as a sign. Like it was meant to be and we're about to go straight to the fucking top. Yeah, here we go. (laughs) Our lost path, our lost paths. Oh, I can't do THs because I didn't wear my retainers and my four front teeth (laughs) fucking are one tooth, but are crossed <laughs> paths are leading us to our future even though we thought we were lost we are found maybe <laughs> question mark stay tuned who fucking knows we do not yeah amen ooh amen sister <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Well, should we get into story time? Yeah. We've had enough of our grievances with uh, the old fake little friend that is social media. How about we go into story time, Care Bear? Yeah, I'll kick it off. I don't really have. We wanted to do like um, social media related stories, and I really genuinely could not think of like anything that was like really good. However, (laughs) I did remember this one. So when I first like started on Instagram, I like this was back in the day and I like made my little account and then like I, I feel like two days later or something, I like went to where was I? It doesn't matter. I went to go visit family and like my cousin was there and she like asked me, she's like, Oh, like are you on Instagram? And I was like, Yeah, I actually just made it and she was like, Cool, like I'll follow you. And so I was like, Cool, I'll follow you. So <laughs> We like started following each other and then fast forward to about two months ago, um, I realized that I had like somehow accidentally blocked my cousin on Instagram and like truly no idea like how it happened. But I just like realized that like someone like tagged her like in a post and I was like, oh, that's so weird. I haven't like seen anything from my cousin on social media like since... I like first got on Instagram (laughs) and I clicked on her name and it was like, do you want to like unblock this person? And I was like, oh my God, I had her blocked. So she like probably like figured this out probably around the time of my wedding when she was like probably trying to like tag me or something. And like, I never showed up, but like probably showed up for other people that were around her. (laughs) Like every other cousin by her to the point that she was like, why am I even invited to this fucking (laughs) wedding? This bitch hates me. Yeah, I feel like she probably found out and was like, I don't, how do you bring that up to someone? Like, hey, am I blocked? (laughs) But yeah, so if you're listening to this and you realize that, sorry, it was an accident. Don't know how I did it. It's (laughs) actually messing with settings. (laughs) It is funny that uh, you mentioned a cousin. (laughs) Because I have to say, not to uh, too quickly transition, but. Not that I'm sure which ones, but I do think a few cousins might have. Let me ease into this. Let me ease into this. (laughs) 
saw my tits in my Snapchat story. Uh, and that's my story. That's my story that I'll be telling. <laughs> Not to spoil the ending, but let me tell you, it's a journey. It that, Honestly, the story is before the ending. The ending is just what it is. <laughs> and the journey is the journey. All right, everybody, let me take you back to a crisp 2019 where I was just a youthful girl working on a movie. No, I had a job. Oh, wow. You're so right. Because I remember when this happened. Oh, so it's probably when is the Super Bowl? Because that's the day. That's the day. It, unfolded it, was, Feb- it was February of 2020 because I remember this happened when I was uh, flying to Montreal. Oh, no. It is that. <laughs> what? It's like when Janet, it's like the Super, it also was on Super Bowl Sunday. And clearly, in my best friend Carol's life, it's as memorable. Like, you know where you were. When it happened to the oh, level yeah. of Janet Jackson's tit being revealed by JT, <laughs> I revealed my tits on Super Bowl Sunday just like Janet. <laughs> I'm famous. I'm famous, mom. What a great my, connection. Oh, thank God my mom doesn't have a Snapchat. I mean, she's already she made these things, but she doesn't need to see that. <laughs> All right. How about we get into it? How about I uh, start from the beginning? You know how hard it is for me to tell stories in order. <laughs> Without prefacing like 18 things that no one needs to know. (laughs) So I will say, Carol, I am a little antsy about this one. Yeah. If you're wondering why. (laughs) If you're wondering why the girl with anxiety is feeling antsy, uh, I feel like, have you ever heard of the expression stray sanding yourself? (laughs) Yeah, you actually told me about this. Oh shit, the one story I told you off the podcast. (laughs) Not this whole story, but well, I mean, you live this story, but yeah. So basically Barbara Streisand had this story. We don't need to get into it, but basically she brought more attention to the story by talking about it. And that's exactly what I feel like I'm doing. (laughs) Hopefully like not enough time. (laughs) We're talking to the void. Of course, this is a safe space. Yada, yada, yada. Yeah. So... Again, so dark, but anyone in my family that saw that, I'm so sorry. So to get into it. (laughs) So yeah, one, anyone like listening to this now, I mean, just that is in my family. How about you get out of here? You exit the app. I mean, I swear like a sailor as it is. I've kept it a secret for as long as I could. Just get the fuck out, Nana. Nana. (laughs) Praying to the universe that Nana never pops on the pod. Okay. So I was working, as I already mentioned, on a job. Um, it was pretty a lot of hours, a lot of extended hours. I was a tired little little lady. And I feel like I've lived here, you know, for almost three years, and I really have mostly gone out in Brooklyn because for whatever reason, Manhattan always feels like a fucking feat. But for one night and one night only, I finally went out of Manhattan. And let's just say it didn't do me any fucking good. All right. <laughs> um, I went out with my friend from the same job. And it was the Saturday before Super Bowl Sunday of 2020 for the timestamp. And <laughs> 
we were having fun, but I don't know. Again, I just was not my best self when I am working a lot of hours, I guess. And you get she, worn out, you know? Yeah, yeah. Drained. I'm a tired. <laughs> little energizer, buddy. I need to be charged like a jewel. But <laughs> I, I forced it, basically. And I like, you know when you go out and you're already exhausted and then you drink and it's probably the worst drunk you could have ever asked yeah. for? I know exactly what you mean. <laughs> been there, been there, been there, done that? Okay. It wasn't my worst, but it just wasn't my best. And like, you don't even remember any of it because it's like drinking on top of you're already tired. So your brain is just not taking anything in. But basically, I... At this time in my life, I usually love being social. I usually have a pretty heavy balance between introvert and extrovert where I do need to go out, but then I also need to recharge after going out. Yeah. But in this time in my life, I just like didn't want to go out, which (laughs) sounds dumb, but it really was not very cat of me. Yeah, that's not very cat of you. Yeah, no, she loves to rage. She loves to have a good time. She loves to shimmy her little booty. But <laughs> not at this time. I was a tired little kitten and I, it showed, it showed. So we went out Manhattan. I was actually meeting my friend. Well, let's call her Jane. Um, She was like, yeah, come meet my friends. We went to Manhattan tonight. So it was truly my first impression on people too. So that sucks. I'm never going to make friends here. <laughs> but I just was so tired. We probably had been out for not enough time. And I was like, I'm going to go home. I honestly, this is the part of the story that is blurry, which you will see why. So obviously, you know, this is a drunk story. Not a sober <laughs> one. So it is a little blurry, but it's the next day that's fresh in my goddamn mind. So she's like, totally understand. See you later. Like, this is a phase in my life where I would try to go out. But in the back of my mind, which I can't even say a phase in my life, pretty much this is always my phase. But lately I can last. I have a little more stamina before I. You've been pull. resting up. Yeah. <laughs> I have a little more stamina before I open my food app that I'm going to order <laughs> on. But this night I didn't have any stamina and I was like, okay, good to be here. Gotta go. <laughs> Timing out my food to get to my house the second my Uber arrives. Talk to you later. So it was that kind of night for me. It's the one time where staying out probably would have gone better than going home. You know what I mean? (laughs) It's probably the only case scenario that that's ever happened. Yeah. I want to emphasize that I can't be trusted with a phone, a computer, an iPad, an iPod, a CD player, a record, whatever form of technology we want to say. I actually grew up on a life where any technology I touched, I eventually broke it. I eventually broke it. (laughs) I believe My dad's computers, anything anyone in my family ever loved that had to do with technology, I would touch it and boom, broken. Like a superpower. (laughs) Like the worst superpower you could ever have. And that's haunted me to this day because I feel like to bring it into anxiety, like my biggest anxiety is fear of failure. And that ties into technology. I'm like, I suck at this. I'm going to fail at this. I've broken everything I've touched podcast thank god i have carol because <laughs> this would be going really badly without her the blackout part is that i got home safe in the uber i went inside i remember being like i'm drunk and when i'm drunk i'm just like tarzan i whip off my shirt i'm leaping into food i'm just fully yeah. tarzan in the woods just <laughs> an animal just not good 
So I I don't know. You know how sometimes your drunk memory, like a coconut to the head, will kind of come back, and you're yeah, like, oh, yeah, fuck. Oh no, it's it makes your Sunday scary even worse. You're like, oh, would have yeah. been better if I never remembered that. <laughs> but this is the one that it obviously proves why everything was so chaotic. But I truly, no matter how hard I tried the next day, no matter how hard I try to this day, I do not know the moment of impact. I do not know when I officially smash it because it's not a smash that you just casually drop it on the ground. Like it was shattered. Like, like as if someone broke my heart and I chucked it against the wall, but again, not proud to admit it. Didn't have any love in my life. So (laughs) I can't imagine who would have upset me so much. Like there was nothing going on in my life even that I could be like, oh, I must have been psycho upset about that. But the only thing I remember is like right before I fell asleep, it kept vibrating, vibrating, vibrating. And looking back, I mean, obviously it was my friends calling me to be like, one, are you alive? And two, your tits are in your fucking story, you psychopath. Because this is probably around 3 a.m., I I also, that's what's hard for me. I don't remember how the fuck I took a video of my tits, posted it to my story, and then smashed my phone. <laughs> like, how that timeline happens is what sick. What was the it's, order of events? Like? It's sick. It's fucking sick that it happened like that. I mean, it almost makes you feel like, was this meant to be? But I have tried very hard, and there's truly no bright side. <laughs> I didn't even get a DM. I didn't even get a boyfriend. I mean, the tits weren't looking up enough, but I don't don't know. To be clear, you didn't do it on purpose, right? No, no, (laughs) no. To be clear, I have this weird habit. We'll just relate it to film, but I don't even think people in film do this. (laughs) I save every video I've ever taken, even before Snapchat was a thing. So like, from what I deduce, I think the save button is right next to the story button. And I've done this sober as well. Like, I've done stupid stuff. Not even being under the influence on my phone. I, I, I should touch technology. I shouldn't touch technology. <laughs> I shouldn't. I'm an elder. I'm an elder. So, I don't know. To me, I'm pretty sure if we're Bill Nye the Science Guy and we're forming a thesis, getting an experiment going. (laughs) I think I tried to save it just like out of habit and being drunk, like kind of in my own world, like autopilot. And then it was right next to story and I was drunk. So my thumb just smushed around and it went into my story. Yeah, this isn't like a nude that you were like trying to send someone. No, that's the saddest part. No, really. (laughs) Cue the small violin. The saddest part is that it was everyone I know that did see it and like confirmed to me they saw it like kind of asked nicely like as a joke who who like was it for <laughs> like you haven't told us about anybody and I was like oh <laughs> if only <laughs> if only I was keeping a little mystery man a secret a little daddy if you will but no 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 sadly she just Saves every video she ever fucking takes, even not the ones of her tits, even the ones of her stupid fucking face. And uh, force a habit. It is measured up to a force a habit. That's all I can say. But (laughs) I just don't know when the point of impact happened. But basically, when it happened, my tits were already in my story. Therefore, 
there was no getting him out. (laughs) (laughs) It must have been a smash that was an accident because I think I was so like that drunk toddler where you're legit pouting about it. Like, if only I could rewind five seconds. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm unplugged. Yeah, that's the worst when you drop your phone. (laughs) Yes, so I think it was more like a panic and then I got so fucking annoyed. And like, you know, you live away from your parents. You don't have a home phone anymore. You don't know anyone's phone number. Yeah. I'm like, I'm out for the night. Goodbye. <laughs> so I just kept hearing vibrations and it like made me so angry. And I do have a little angry Irish leprechaun hiding within that I do, I do remember taking my phone and going, Shut up! and like throwing it. <laughs> and that's what really it, it immediately went silent and all the vibrations stopped. And, and then you were I like, slept. Thank God. <laughs> And then I slept like a baby, like a baby, Carol. (laughs) And it's so funny to me because the parallel of my peaceful sleep compared to the next day is just so, that's the comedy. (laughs) That's the comedy right there. So let's, let's keep it moving. So it's Super Bowl Sunday to continuously set the scene. I wake up. And I had the anxiety where, like, you have to relive that you broke your phone. Yeah. You know? I was like, oh, that really wasn't a nightmare, huh? (laughs) That happened. That really happened. Gotta accept it all over again. Gotta go through the five steps of acceptance. That's really hard for me. I am constantly living in denial. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So I was like, whatever. I also must have been a little drunk still because I was giddy, dude. I was, like, in a better mood. Like, it's almost ironic how good for a Sunday, too, which I'm yeah. usually stirring no matter Ew. what. <laughs> I was in a great mood. It doesn't even make sense. I just remember being like, fuck, like, I made plans for the Super Bowl. How am I supposed Because <laughs> I was forcing it. Like, I'm from Boston. I don't love sports, all right, as you think <laughs> I would. But, like, I do enjoy the reason to eat nachos and shit like that. Like, yeah, who doesn't like love that. the Super yeah. Bowl for the snack? Yes, I love any excuse to eat snacks. So I had made plans like with my friends before and I was like, shit, how am I supposed to tell them that? Give me a sec. (laughs) I have a phone. Yeah. And I like had that moment of kind of how do I do this? How do I live in a world without technology? And I actually didn't even know what time it was because I can't tell by sunlight and... (laughs) Your only clock is your phone. Don't have a watch, didn't have a phone. Um, My laptop, I actually was the kind of job where I was always there. So I just started leaving my laptop at work. Yeah. So I couldn't even whip that little sucker open. I didn't have a roommate around to say, Megan, what the fuck time is it? I'm freaking out. (laughs) (laughs) And so then I just got like silly. I'll I'll admit it. I smoked a little marijuana. It's legal. <laughs> and uh it's safer for you than alcohol okay moving on <laughs> you probably so, would, this wouldn't have happened if you were just high <laughs> truly i kind of live my life like a little colonial williamsburg witch and i walk outside all smiley i'm like okay i'll go to the apple store which in gentrified williamsburg happens to be right across the street and i'll type in the maps the nearest Verizon so I go do that I'm feeling pretty confident for a woman that hates technology (laughs) who thought of a good idea and I go in there they look at me like yeah sure what the fuck here's the nearest iPad (laughs) Google Verizon it's literally 
two blocks away. I'm like thinking the universe is on my side, like skipping. I'm so giddy, jumping around Bedford Avenue in Williamsburg, walking to Verizon. All is well. I get to the Verizon. They're pretty fucking in a good mood for working on a Super Bowl Sunday, I have to say. (laughs) They were fucking chipper. I was there for so many hours because I never have storage on my phone and I always make the people help me transfer it all. (laughs) I'm never the girl that's like, yeah, yeah, I'll go home. My iCloud's all good to go. Bye. Thanks for the new phone. Nope. Never that girl. I'm like, wait, but in 2009, you guys used to help me transfer my storage. (laughs) Why can't you help me do that now? And so I'm there for hours, basically chatting, getting a new phone not even hours. He then is like, oh, so the phone, we don't have any of the phones. We don't have any phones, basically. Like, any phone that wasn't, like, three iPhones ago. He was like, oh, it's actually only, you'll have to go to our Greenpoint location, which I'm still in such a good mood. I'm like, oh, mile away. Whatever. Amazing. Happy to have this many Verizons near me. (laughs) And, like, truly, I... I can't stop emphasizing how abnormally chipper I was. The irony is not lost on me. That was for (laughs) sure. And so we finish up there. He sends all the info over to Greenpoint. I walk on over. Doop, doop, doop. Bop, bop, bop. And (laughs) then those people are also abnormally chipper. I'm not even kidding. Everyone's in a good mood. Everybody's in a good mood. And we're chatting. I'm so happy. Got a new red phone. Pretty excited about it. Like, ooh, a red phone. <laughs> okay. And got it. Get it good. Turn it back on. Reconnect to the world. And like, sorry, I forgot to mention on the way there, it's so weird to not have a phone. Like, we could joke about hashtag unplugged all we want, but no one's really unplugged. And walking there, that's when I realized, like, I don't even know what fucking time it is. I don't know how behind on these plans that I made I am. (laughs) And, like, to go up to someone and be like, do you have the time, sir, is such a weird. (laughs) I don't think I've ever asked anyone, like, what time it was. I know, I'm like the rabbit from Alice in Wonderland all of a sudden. I don't even know. It felt so weird. And the person looked at me weirdly too like as if I asked them when their last gynecologist appointment was like they looked (laughs) at me like bitch what and Carol it weirdly was really late in the day and I was like I remember being like I always wake up so early and I could have shut this down so much earlier but the one time I sleep like a baby is when my tits are just Perkily sitting in my story. How awesome. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm back on my phone. I'm back in my apartment. And you know how like you slowly reconnect to iCloud. Yeah. Your texts finally start coming back. So like I kind of am that person that I finally bought enough storage this time. But I never have been the person that buys enough storage. So I didn't get it. Whoever reached out to me like, hey, heads up. <laughs> I'll never know. <laughs> And the oh, the first thing I get is, like, I text my friends, like, you guys, you'll never believe it. Shattered my phone last night. <laughs> and they'll go, oh, we'll not only believe it, you might want to <laughs> sit down for what we have to tell you next. And, like, as someone with anxiety to hear, you have to sit down for this. <laughs> That's, like, the worst. <laughs> okay. 
Carol, the amount of scenarios that just played like a trailer in my head. I mean, it almost set me up to be semi-okay when they told me the news because I was like, who the fuck is dead? Who died? Who's dead? Who's dead? Who the fuck is dead? And hearing my tits from my story was almost like, oh, well, you know, life moves on. <laughs> but... I mean, those words alone, even though it was horrible, it almost set it up as like, all right, well. So like what time was it when you finally like deleted it from there? So they said it probably went up around like that 3 a.m., 5 a.m. I can't remember. I think they might even have said fucking 5 a.m. So what the fuck was I up to? In my head, I left Manhattan so early, but (laughs) guess not. There were so many weird factors actually where you know how your fate – like in a movie where your fate could change in that moment, but it's a movie. So of course they're going to do that thing where you're like, no, come on. Don't (laughs) go downstairs. Yeah. So it was like that kind of, there's so many weird fates that could have changed and they just didn't. And that brings me back to like, why were my tits meant to be in the world? Or is (laughs) just a lesson I was supposed to learn? I don't know. But was it just to tell this fucking stupid story today? I don't know. So one factor, I was up so much later. And another factor is I had recently, one of my like best friends, known her since basically birth, she knows all my passwords. And I had gotten like a weird Gmail. You know how Gmail's always letting you know if you get a weird login? Yeah. <laughs> login. I had like a someone logged into Snapchat that seems weird, blah, blah, blah. And so in that moment, I was like, well, guess just to be safe, I'll fucking change it. And probably days before this happened, truly. So she tried to log in to delete it and she couldn't because I had just changed my password. And then my friend Jane (laughs) deserves a fucking award. So she is still out in Manhattan. You know how sometimes there's a lull in the night and you kind of peep open on your phone. She sees (laughs) what I posted. Calls an Uber that second. What a good friend. I know. She's like, oh, God, I got to put a stop to this. And I already made a terrible impression on all all her friends she was trying to introduce me to. And now she has to tell them, so her tits are on her story. I got to (laughs) go. She leaves, gets in an Uber, comes to Williamsburg, rings my buzzer. So she's buzzing, 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 buzzing. Which some apartments in New York, some random person will be so annoyed they'll just let them in. Thanks for playing me. <laughs> it's all your fault, not mine. <laughs> I'm perfect. Okay. So, yeah. She tries. How fucking sad, dude. Didn't even work. I didn't even answer. And my roommate's sleeping out that night. So, she didn't, like, it's just me. It's all on me to save my own fucking life. And I don't. <laughs> and this poor girl has to pee so bad and she kind of counted on i'll get through this uber and she'll answer the door oh yikes <laughs> she had to, she peed on my soup she peed on my soup <laughs> she had to pee on my stoop and then she had to like go home and be like <laughs> okay well i guess i didn't i guess they can't do anything about this i tried how dark is that i ruined her whole fucking night and my own life how crazy <laughs> So, and then the other setup for, like, I'm fucked is my roommate wasn't there. And my friends tried so hard. They didn't have her number, but they were DMing her up the wazoo. Like, is Kat alive, first of all? Like, please help. Like, her (laughs) legit body is in her fucking goddamn Snapchat. Please help. 
And honestly, quick side note, fuck you, Spiegel. So happy with Snapchat and not anything else. If we take a moment to look at the silver lining, if I had to pick any app to fuck up on, I'm picking Snapchat. Yeah, it's like kind of irrelevant at this point. (laughs) My friends are just like visual people. So like we text like pictures on Snapchat more than we group message text. So like that's the only reason it's still living in my life. But so yeah. She wasn't answering because, you know, it was like 5 a.m. So I guess people go to bed. And then (laughs) someone's friend of my friends, to be specific, had like a great idea where they were like, just report it. Everyone get as many people as you can to report it so that Snapchat takes it down. And unfortunately, Spiegel and the boys didn't get on there until 9 a.m., so when my <laughs> friends told me to take a seat, they basically were like, so it's down just to start off. It's off the internet, which I'm glad they started that way. But your tits were in your story on Snapchat. And they were there for about 3 or 5 a.m. to about 9 a.m. We did what we could. <laughs> but unfortunately, the titties are a fallen soldier and there's nothing we could do. We have to send them back in a body bag, maybe. <laughs> I remember, like, when I saw the story. Actually, tell me your perspective, because I feel like if we did talk about it, I don't really remember. I feel like I didn't want to talk about it with anyone. (laughs) So I was um, flying to Montreal with Keegan, and we were, like, going to – because he's, like, one of the closest airports to where he lives, because he lives in, like, the middle of nowhere in New York, or where he's from, I should say, not where he lives, Um, is – legit Montreal like you have to fly into Canada like that's the closest airport so we were flying into Montreal and like spending the night there so we were like at the airport it was like 5 a.m we got there so early like the security line hadn't even opened up because I'm like it's an international flight I need to be on time like so yeah we got there very on time very punctual and I like we had gone through security and we were just sitting at the gate like waiting to like board and I go on Snapchat and like open open my stories. You were like, oh. not in an airport when you saw this. I don't think yeah. we've never talked about this. Oh my god. Wow. Yeah, I was in an airport and I opened it and it was like it was cat's boobs. And I was like <laughs> <laughs> Oh, cat posted something in her story. I don't think she meant to post it. Don't look and walked away and like was like literally call I called you like probably three or four times. I someone told me not to look I'd be looking <laughs> promptly right away i um i <laughs> literally responded to your story delete 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 oh i think yeah i think i got a few of those <laughs> i was like i don't think you meant to post that maybe you were just like really feeling yourself and you wanted to post it and i'm being rude. oh yeah I, that did cross my mind i was like what if she like was like i'm empowered like with no know. money link you think i would post my tits for not a dime <laughs> no, how I dare really you didn't. talk about me to- even as a ra- bad businesswoman, how dare you? <laughs> I was trying to like rationalize how it would have happened. I guess like why you're like that she's not crazy. Happened. She's not on drugs. She didn't just <laughs> fucking whip her tits up there. No. Yeah, this but story yeah. is crazy because I don't even know exactly how it happened. But then I'm not on I... drugs. I'm perfect. <laughs> but then I like landed and I opened Snapchat and I saw it wasn't there anymore and I was Whoa. like. And I was just like, you know what? And then, like, I saw something from you. It said, like, 
I don't know. And I was like, oh, you know what? I was probably so tired. I, I opened, I was like, oh, it was a snap. She sent me. I was like, she was probably drunk and sent it to me. Like, yeah. And so I responded and I was like, oh, wait, never mind. Like, the story's not there. I have it. And like, you hadn't responded to me yet. So I know you didn't delete it. So I was like, you know what? I think it was probably just a, something you sent me. Like, I like rationalized myself out of it. And then we like, I don't think we ever talked about it because I was like out of town and like really busy. So yeah. But I remember. <laughs> yeah, we genuinely never did. I liked hearing that side of it. And I love that you're so close to me that you went in denial for me. You were like, yeah, yeah, no, she, no, she's good. Nope, wasn't up there. I was like, oh, she must have just been feeling herself and wanted to show me. <laughs> yeah, not exactly. And it's funny, like when my friends told me, I don't know. I don't know what reaction you'd picture for anyone. Because I don't know if it's the not that it's not a big deal, but like in this world where girls are just ash cheeking on the gram these days, it's not not crazy, but I don't know. I, I started cackling, not in like a, I was happy about it, but my reaction, like, I don't know. I think always my anxiety reaction when I really shut down, like even when my knee popped out of the fucking socket when I was in fucking high school, I just started <laughs> laughing. I was like, nah. Like, I'm such a nervous panic attacker. I've never yeah. had a panic attack where I think I'm like, it's more always like, ha, 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 this is so funny. This is so funny. How funny is that? That's too funny. That's fucking, <laughs> that's good. That's good. You should, you should, uh, you know, you should write that somewhere. Are you still stewing? <laughs> oh my God, it's our first time, like, organically doing our segment. <laughs> I'm so excited. Say it again. Oh my god. Are you still stewing? Or did Are I you're pretty oh, much god. fine? I don't remember what it was. <laughs> I'll take I over, guys. Up. Captain Cat up. Sparrow over here. <clears throat> Cat, are you still stewing? Or did you survive it? Oh, okay. thanks for asking, Carol. <laughs> <laughs> I would say I survived it. I definitely survived it. Even like have hung out with the one dude that screenshotted it since then. So. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's pretty so rude. rude. I hope it was an accident. That's what I told myself. Oh, for sure that was not an accident. <laughs> but honestly, this is sad, but I'm almost insulted that it was one person that screenshotted it. <laughs> like only one? Yeah, I'm like I hate that I did it. It's disgusting. You fucking sick little fuck. Delete it right now. <laughs> But how dare no one else do that? <laughs> I get it. I got eight cups, you fucking assholes. I'll do. I'll fucking smush them together next time. God damn it. The only oh thing I can't God. get out of my mind is like, you know, I, it took me days to not even check who besides my... I know, like, I use Snapchat to talk to my close friends. Like, literally, as I said, text as pictures, basically. And it took me years honestly years not even days to be like oh that's how many family members i have on snapchat hope they were asleep from 3 a.m to 9 (laughs) a.m because that's disturbing and if you're listening now i would like to say i'm still the little sweet family member you remember in my youth um (laughs) nothing's changed um i didn't mean to do that and if i did mean to do it there'd be money involved so don't insult me good night (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Moving on. Definitely survived it, though. I'm ready to flash Good, my tits. To 
now, honestly. Whatever. <laughs> Nipples are in, right? Free the nipple. All right. Well, that's, yeah. <laughs> Why don't you take us away? You're so good at closing us out. You're so well, yeah, good I hope, hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, great, great story. <laughs> I don't know. Never have your expectations too high, but we'll always tell you a story. Yeah, and all of our social media grievances. But yeah, that's a wrap on episode two. Uh, you can follow us at Pretty Much Fine Pod on Instagram, Pretty Underscore Much Fine on Twitter, and Pretty Much Fine on YouTube. Woo! See you next Sunday, scary baby. Don't post Bye. your tits in your story, all right? <laughs> Keep it fucking PC out there, baby. <laughs>